Hello and welcome to That Band Life. I'm Jeff Young, a teacher from Carmel, Indiana. And I'm Bobby Lambert, director of bands at Wando High School in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. That Band Life, a podcast about making our careers as music educators more fulfilling so we can be happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about unboxing one of our classes. I'm actually really excited about this, Jeff. I've been thinking about doing this for quite a while. I love the way our class worked out. You know, it's, it's a couple of years old now. We've updated some of the material. Uh, but I think if people get a chance to see some of this, uh, while we're all sitting at home, uh, we might as well learn how to be better band directors through this process. So I can't wait to show some people what we have in store for them in our um, director courses, our Total Program Success course. So what Bobby's talking about, for those of you who don't know, it's called Band Director Essentials, Designing Total Program Success. And actually, Bobby and I did a clinic at Midwest on this. Uh, we gave the same clinic this year at um, Southern California um, SESBOA clinic. And um, it, it's always a big hit because it's something that no band director wants to do really, but they know they need to do it, okay? And so basically what Bobby and I did um, I think most of this honestly came out of a four hour flight cross country for me. And I just sat down and I thought, what would it take for somebody to really understand where their program is? And then Bobby helped me fill in all the missing pieces. And I think what we came up with is really helpful. Um, so Bobby, you can see uh, kind of the overview here that I have on the screen. Do you want to go over with everybody kind of what the overview of the, like the 20,000 foot view? It's the way that we did this, I think, is really, really smart. Jeff is very much the, the total uh, view kind of person, and I usually am down, stuck in the trenches. He started with okay, unit one, evaluation, unit two, organization, unit three, communication. Uh, and the evaluation part was one of the places that I really learned a lot about myself and my program and how to kind of set one up when I ended up going to Wando. Uh, you basically take different aspects, like literally from do you have a copy machine? Do you have great internet access? Do you have the kinds of people around you who are doing great stuff? Like what do you have at your fingertips or what can you get to to make your program go? Uh, unit two was, okay, you take all those things that you have and are you using them to their full capacity? Have you set up a one, three, five, seven year plan for your program? I know when I first came to Wando and we did that, I cannot tell you how powerful that has been over our last six years together at Wando. So it's basically what do you have, but the organization part, unit two, is how are you using all of those things? And are you, are you trying to do everything, which many of you are, and how can you kind of uh, change that around? And then the last part, excuse me, the last part is communication. Like how are you getting together? How are you working with the students? Yes, of course, but it's also your parents, the administrators, which I think a lot of us falter with, how do we communicate with our school board? Uh, you know, it took me about two years at Wando to realize the parents are absolutely integral to what we do. Uh, and I hadn't put that together just yet. It was different uh, before when I was an assistant at Marion. But being here, the communication piece has just gotten so much stronger. Um, I, I have loved doing that. And when I, when I helped Jeff put this together, I... I saw immediate results. 
and now six years later of being at Wando and about you know four years removed from this course, I still am seeing results from yeah, this. Yeah, and I think uh, what we really want to do today, you know, obviously those are the big picture ideas. What we really want to do is kind of open this up and go, here's what you can expect if you take the course. Um, it's not expensive. It is time consuming. It, it, it is a lot of work, but work that's going to be totally worth it. And I think with everybody spending a lot of time at home right now, this is the perfect time to do this. So I have to tell you, if I didn't know what was here, this is exactly the time that I would want to do this because you, with each of these, these sections and Jeff's kind of showing you right now under evaluation, it says, where are you now? Uh, you know what? And that takes two parts. I remember when we put that together. It was like, gosh, this is way too long. Uh, you wouldn't have thought it was, but uh, we get very detailed, very specific. And I think you're going to be surprised at some of the things you need, but I think you're also going to be surprised at some of the things that you, you have and that you're maybe not putting into full use. But as we, as we did that, I remember thinking it took me about, I would say 45 minutes to an hour with each of these different sections. But by the time that hour was done, I walked away with like hope and questions. So uh, we, we say that this is a six week course and a lot of people didn't believe us when we first put this out and said, um, Bobby and I probably spent eight weeks putting together this six-week course. So oh, yeah. just so you guys know, it's not a lot of video. It's it's what you can see here on the screen. It's, oh, that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot that great cartoon yeah. effect right there, did you? Thanks, Matt Black, for that uh, drumline intro, mattblackmedia.com. <laughs> so you can see that there's a lot. I just kind of... Uh, went through the first part there, but it's a lot of PowerPoints. Actually, it was uh, the Mac version of PowerPoint. Um, and I think the the actual um, visual design of it is really good. Um, yeah. Along the way, we have, you know, some questions to ask yourself, um, pep talks along the way to, to give you some, some encouragement. But as you can see, it's really professionally done and it, it's not our faces. You know, it's just us talking you through and, and this, this first idea of where you are now, um, I mean, you can see here, there's a lot going on within this first unit, but you're basically putting together a report of where exactly you are now. And we kind of, uh, and have an analogy here for like an annual report for, you know, like a corporation or something like that. You know, what, what's great is I have been asked twice now in my six years at Wando to put together something akin to this. One was for our district. They, uh, uh, we were actually getting ready to split schools and they wanted to know exactly uh, what Wando was and how we do what we do. And I said, okay, here it is. Here's the, here's my annual report that I had done. And then I had a, a pretty strong foundation in our area saying, we want to help support you. Um, tell us about your program. Said, okay, here you go. I had a one page kind of visual thing for it, but also had a 10-page, here is what we have, here is what we need, and here's how you can help. And uh, that was that proved to be very lucrative for us. So I think if you're even thinking about wanting to convince your administration, like, um, I think this should be a full year-long course. This is, this is step one to making that happen. I think this should count for PGPs. Is that what you guys call them? Yeah, and, and I'll tell you, I think that there are some ways that we can can do that, Jeff. And we'll, 
I'm sorry I'm bringing it up now. We can talk about that a little bit later. But there, there has been a university that has approached me about possibly doing some stuff like this for them. And I, I think it'll be a short time before um, we can have some possibilities about that. Oh, gosh, I'd forgotten about that budget worksheet. Crap, I need that. <laughs> I don't know if I can get back to that. I was just kind of randomly clicking around. But, um, yeah, there it is. But all of this stuff at the bottom of each lesson, um, and well, sorry, back to what we were just talking about. So Murray State University in Kentucky, when we first put this course out, they were actually offering a three credit hour master's level course for this. Um, you know, and it took a lot of hoops to jump through for that to happen. But, you know, um, John Fannin, who was at Murray State at the time, showed his provost and they were like, this is a lot of really good content. So it's, it's worth three credit hours. Um, right. So. Anyway, so the first part of this was all about where are you now? And you can see there's two lessons on that. If you notice at the bottom of the page of the first one here, there's a, a download lesson 1-1 handout. And um, every single one of these lessons has one of those handouts. And uh, a lot of people printed those off, put them in a three-ring binder, and that's like their... The evidence. Uh, yeah, the evidence yeah, the, of, of what they've been doing. Yeah, I think that one of the one of the powerful lessons that comes out of doing this and we hoped came out and we we've gotten feedback that it did was people saying you know i realized i had a lot of opportunities that i wasn't going through we we don't want you to go through this and go gosh i'm not carmel gosh i'm not wando gosh i'm not marion i i've been impressed by some of the groups who have gone through this that are smaller programs that said i I realized I was not tapping into some of the resources that I had. Mm -hmm. And it gave them literally a year-long game plan of, okay, who do I need to reach out to? Do I have my my fingertips in the community? Do I have peop the newspaper? Is there somebody at the newspaper I can call at any moment to come out and do a story? And if you don't, you're really missing out. Yeah. This particular section that I'm showing right now um, is all about evaluating strengths and we go through all sorts of different things about people, places, schedules, resources, um, things that, um, you have and you don't, that, that are your strengths. You know, what, what exactly, uh, are you proud of about your program? And then if we look at, uh, the next one, which is one dash three, those are areas for growth. And that's obviously a little bit more difficult for people to stomach, but um, this whole unit here is about evaluating many different aspects of the program. But Jeff, I can tell you, as I look back at this, um, I can tell you that as I go, went through this, there were people in my program at the at that time that didn't have all of the resources or experience that I needed them to have. Yeah, and, and you know, sometimes I can hear directors saying, "Oh, my my such and such staff member is not very good," or they're a typical whatever, fill in the blank. And I'm like, "No, you're the CEO of the company. If something's not going well, um, then that's kind of back on you to at least address and try to make better." Uh, uh, you know, I had a, a young staff member that we weren't quite sure was going to work out. And then I found that with the right mentorship and with the right tools and direction, he's become a, an incredibly valuable member of our team. And I think had I not done this course, I would have just fired him or I would have just moved him out. And I think now what a huge mistake that would have been. Absolutely. Uh, 1-4 in this particular unit is, is how you use this data. And I have a great story about this from... 
you know, from uh, where I teach is that um, when an, when somebody from the head office, from the um, superintendent's office comes to you and says, hey, um, do you guys, we have some money in whatever coffer is available. Is there something you right. guys really need? You should be able to like open your drawer and pull out a spreadsheet and go, as a matter of fact, I've already researched this, you know? Yes. And so that yes. happened to us with our band tower, which is probably the Taj Mahal of band towers. I mean, you know, it's, it, it is, I would, it's a little, it's, like going to it's a little too close to the field, but like it's got three garage bays to uh, store things in and it's three stories tall and it's solid and it's not scary at all. And so the, the way, if I ever get in trouble, <laughs> that's where I'm going yeah, to for hide real. out for the next. Yeah. If, if Corona gets really bad, that's going to be my bunker. It's pretty awesome. But it turns out the principal came to Chris Crakey and he was like, Hey, um, that thing that you have at the field right now looks really scary. It's made of telephone poles. Um, back before there was any sort of regulation on any of that. And he's like, have you guys ever thought about doing something different? And Craigie just handed him a drawing that he and I had done just on a whim one day in Microsoft Word. And and it turns out that's the exact tower they built. So, I mean, right? how do you use this data? You have it available. And when somebody asks for it, you're like, boom. You go. And yeah. they will. I can tell you right now, they will. Our, our school district came to us with some extra money uh, for instruments. And uh, it, it had we not had a list of things together, I mean, literally, I said, if you have this, I want this. If you have this much, I also want this. And if you have this much, I yeah. also want that. And they ended up giving us the, the, the bigger choice of the things. So I was so glad that we had that information kind of like you said at our, at our fingertips i pulled up the file and there it was or like um some people have created spreadsheets of exactly how old every school-owned instrument is and how many years uh, they're supposed to be used and it's like that kind of right. data you can't you can't ignore this bass clarinet's been used for no. 12 years and used hard <laughs> and they're only supposed to be used for right. seven <laughs> years at that at that usage rate I, I think that the you know the administrators are just like us as band directors. When a student comes in and says, "I don't like this," what do we say to that? We we usher them out of the office and they're like, "You know, what a waste of time." But when a kid comes in and says, "Hey, look, I've got an idea for this. Do you think we could? You know, here's the problem. Here's the facts. I've got a solution. I think we could do this. What do you think?" I'm like, "Do it now. Go." Um, and this is this is what this is providing. It's providing a clear plan, and not only a plan, but a process to put it in place. That's what I liked about this, is it wasn't just, gee, I'd like to have a band tower. I mean, that sounds great. Who doesn't? But it goes, okay, we'd like to have a band tower because this, this, and this. Here are some examples of similar programs and what they have. Here's a way, here are some companies that will do it. Now, school board, superintendent, band boosters, whoever, um, what's the next? Step? Right. That's another part of that first unit that I forgot about is it's, Hey, call three schools that are similar size to you in your state, ask them what they have in X, Y, and Z. And then it gives you a worksheet to kind of write down how you compare to that. So, um, anyway, right now I'm, I'm yes. on, uh, the second part of this thing, which is all about goals, um, and planning. So you can kind of see that if you're, if you're watching this video, um, you don't have to watch it to understand what we're doing, but um, this is broken up into four different uh, lessons, essentially. So program goals, 
long-term planning, medium-term planning, and short-term planning. And this is the part that I was really jazzed about. I really like planning. I don't know why. I have a screw loose. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> oh, I even sorry, it's right there. It says it on well, the screen. Jeff has a screw loose. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Well, but Jeff, you are you are really good at those things, and I found that that's I can I am usually not the most organized. Greg Bim would would disagree with that, but it was more a thing where in our, in our relationship, <laughs> in our band marriage, uh, Greg was more the dreamer, and I was a little bit more the organizer. Uh, now I would say that it's a little bit more shared. Uh, each of the three directors at Wando. Uh, kind of dreams for sort of their area a bit. And I guess it sort of is my job to put it together. But um, this this type of thinking has been invaluable to us. I can tell you right now, had we not done this course, there's no way we would have played at Midwest this past year. I, well, I think that it. speaks to the fact that just because you, in one situation, you were the detail person and someone else was the dreamer, it doesn't mean that in another situation down the road, you're not going to be the dreamer and you have other people to support you in the details, you know? Right. Or that it rotates around. There are some things in our program where like, to be honest with you with the marching band, I'm probably not so much the dreamer as I am the, the mechanic that makes sure everything's running and that people have what they need. Concierge, (laughs) I think would probably be the nicer way of saying it, but, but, uh, Whereas in the concert side or the total program, I think I am a little bit more the dreamer. I think that the the more stuff we want to do, the more flexible you have to be. So I just showed a couple of yeah, I showed a yeah, couple of slides wish of some wish list things. Um, you know, I, I don't think I have to explain too much. But this next part of the course is all about long range planning, uh, year long calendar type stuff, and um, you know, this is something that everyone does. Uh, we can all be better at it. Smart goals. Um, you know, and I think this is something you're really good at, Bobby, just from working with you. Um, I think medium term planning, which is the third part of this particular unit. Um, this is more like, you know, uh, I, you know, I talk about my story about how that's something I'm really good about is that, you know, I can tell you in the next 14 days what exactly we have to do to be better at marching and movement and what exercises I'm going to do and in what order and all that. Um, it's all about lifelong learning. Um, we talk about staff expectations. We talk about students helping with the medium term planning, um, design teams type stuff, parents and boosters. I and mean, this is a really comprehensive unit. Yeah. I think that anybody who has done anything with the getting things done, you know, the GTD stuff, uh, was it David Allen? Yeah. Um, if, if you like any of those organizational type things, you know, as I look at this, this is much more about how to be the CEO of a business rather than what I would have said the traditional band director would be. And when I look back at what Greg Bim used to do, I mean, he was the consummate uh, CEO. I mean, he just was the face of Marion Band. And, and But nobody really knew all the other things that he was doing. Yes, he was doing the drill, and yes, he was doing the music, and, I, and that's a lot. But he also was you know, engaged with, some, with alumni. He was engaged with people in the community that helped out with the band. He was engaged with administrators and with other programs and you know, the, just the state association. And that's what I think is really good about this medium and short-term stuff. It, it takes that sort of understand, or not understanding by design, but uh, getting things done process and lays it on top of the total brand program. 
and gives you a step-by-step process of making that go. And this particular unit that I'm showing right now um, has five different handouts and downloads. So there's a lot of uh, for people to, and I'm kind of like this too, where I like to break things into smaller chunks. And I think what we did with this course uh, works really well. It's like, hey, download this, do this three-page handout, and then move on. Jeff, I think what, what's cool as I look at this too, this isn't for the, the you know, five-year band director only. Um, I think wherever you are, even if you're a first-year teacher, this is a great course because it even has like, I, I'd forgotten that we did, a, gosh, we, we did too much in this. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm looking at it. There's a like, lot crap. of work, Bobby. Uh, we gave that away. We gave that away. Um, we have, I remember those lesson plans, the weekly and daily lesson plan stuff, which I still use to this day, kind of, kind of a slightly different version of it, but... Man, uh, if you have never taught for a full year, that less that set of lessons right there is huge. And and Bobby, I remember when in education school, I went to Indiana University for my um, master's in curriculum and instruction, and they would make us do lesson planning. When I student taught, you were made to do lesson planning, but when you actually want to do it, it's a totally different ball game. Yes, like I want to get the best out of my group. That's a totally different vibe. And well, Jeff, can I ask you this? Do you, do you feel like you use the same process every year or does it morph and adapt as with, with new classes or with new you type stuff? What do you think? I, I use the same fundamentals, which is um, yes. teaching progressions, not skipping steps, that yep. sort of thing. Uh, but my teaching progression every year changes depending on you know, there, I learned from other people like two years ago, I was, when I was on cadet staff, we had a new guy come in named Dustin, Dusty. And I was like, he did a few things. I was like, well, crap. <laughs> now I got to adjust. Yep. <laughs> uh, I got to adjust because <laughs> yep. that, that belongs exactly in right. my teaching progression. Well, the reason that I said that is because as I looked back at that lesson plan, I, I think, you know, the fundamentals are still very much the same. Like, if you looked at my lesson plans now, you would see a lot of similarities, but you'd also see some differences uh, in, like, there's some things I don't need to write out anymore, some things I feel comfortable that I know. But what's great is because I have that foundation, I can... I, th- I think great teachers are like great, great jazz improv- uh, improvisers. Um, they, they've got the fundamentals. They know the chord structure that they're playing over, but the, they, can, they know when to break the rules, and they know how to break the rules creatively to get more efficiency or to get more effectiveness in what they're doing. As I look back at this and I'm just remembering all the stuff that's there, I'm like, gosh, you know, just putting this foundation down is going to alleviate tons of stress for directors because instead of having to worry about where are we going to make the money to go on this trip, you're going to be looking at, okay, here's, here's our five-year goal down the road, and I can do little things along the way to get us there. And the trips, some of those small things start to take care of themselves. Having the foundation of planning down allows you to improvise some of the details around it. That's a great example. I totally agree. I mean, I, I look at, I look back to how I did things a long time ago and I was just as organized. I just didn't have all the information I do now. And I love, I love changing that information as I learned from other people. So this last part is all about communication. And this is something that's really emotional when Bobby and I give this talk live, because 
it it's okay. Yeah, we have to communicate with our students. We have to be professional. We have to be nice to them and all that stuff. But like, you also have to communicate with so many other people yeah. as a band director. You know, as a classroom teacher, yes, you have to communicate with parents, but it it's it's few and far between for the most part. You know, unless you have a really difficult situation. I feel like in in the band life, you're constantly communicating with parents. Um, your staff is huge in 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 the band world because you might have two to three band directors dealing with three hundred kids, but you also have percussion people and guard people and visual people and all these other people that your classroom teachers don't have. Your your average science teacher doesn't have anything like that. When I would insert here, for those that are a single band director, change staff with student leaders. And it works exactly the same. Uh, there are some school districts where the staff may also include middle school directors and the way that you communicate with peers and colleagues really is kind of what that boils down to. Like, who are the people that are maybe one tier above the students um, helping you out with either one specific aspect, like a foot tech or a you know weapon tech, or or is it the student leaders? Is it the staff? Or the, sorry, the uh, the section leaders and drum majors and all that stuff. I, I think it works for either or, or it could also be inclusive of your middle school directors. This particular unit, we go through how to communicate with students. Um, there's a unit here about communicating with your staff. And, and we talk a lot about this in our Midwest clinic is um, we, we, we know that there are certain things that your staff really needs. And one of those things is to feel needed and to feel like they're an important part of, yeah. of, of the process. So we talk about that in the course. Um, we talk about communicating with parents and family and all that. Well, Jeff, just real quickly, for those who aren't watching it, you said communicating with parents, yes. and you're talking about the students' parents. But then the last one is a really important one that I don't think we should gloss over, communicating with your family. Right. And it's it's the whole idea of making sure that your family is involved in this process and, and being a part of that. Um, you know, we've done a couple of sessions about that. You know, our relationship podcast that we did a couple of weeks ago, um, I think that it's really important that that's a chapter that you have to sit with and take pretty seriously as you go forward. You know, that that's important. You're, you're, you're making your family a priority by taking time to actually write things down. So, yes, I go back through and, uh, you know, I can, <laughs> I can find the difficult times in my relationships by th- notes that I have written in my phone. You know, that notes app in the iPhone, the notes app that's there. I can go back and just enter in either Alicia or the girls' names or whatever. And about every fourth one is, I'm struggling with telling you how I feel about this. <laughs> and I, I think that 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 section was a, a pretty powerful one for us to put together. And no matter where you are in that process, dating somebody, not dating somebody, uh, married, kids or no kids. I think that that's maybe one of the most powerful lessons that we did in that. If you haven't gotten a chance go back and listen to that one with Alicia, Bobby's wife, because it was, it was really cool. Basically I thought it was going to be the three of us talking. It was basically me and Alicia talking for an hour. (laughs) It was, I, I was, I was sitting close by and, uh, cringing the whole time, uh, because we all know 
this is not a glamorous life. She said something that really stuck with me. She was like, you know, you have to understand that um, when when parents or anybody in the community attacks your spouse as the director, it feels mm-hmm. like they're attacking your whole family. And you want to say, look, we all sacrifice for your band program. Not my band program, but uh, your community's band program. And now for you to attack like that, is unconscionable. And I, you know, I'd never quite mm-hmm. put that together that it's not just about being defensive. It's more a thing of like, we all pay a great price to do this. How dare you right. demand even more? Uh, and so I, I kind of have to think about that a little bit differently now when I share like, Oh, so-and-so posted this yeah. about me. <laughs> I have to kind of qualify it with, Hey, and I, I want you to know I'm okay with it, but, Here's what somebody wrote in case you see it later. So to kind of wrap up here, everybody, um, I know this is kind of like a long ad for our course, but honestly, the cost of this course is so little compared to a band budget that, and it's so important that, you know, we might seem like salespeople at some, at some points during this, but we put a lot of work into this and for you uh, and for us too, you know, I've used this course as well. Um, I would pay five times as much as this costs to actually do it again myself. Um, But we just encourage in this time, this is a really weird time with the coronavirus and everybody being at home. You have more time than usual. Um, Even if it's just like the commute that you don't have anymore. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Until next time, I'm Jeff Young. I'm Bobby Lambert. And this is That Band Life.